0: No, no, no. everybody. This is the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. Uh, As always, I am your host, Kyle Bird, and of course, um, my co-host... Matt Parmley. uh, How you doing, Matt? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, And we are super excited to have returning to the show uh, Mr. Alan Maxson, who you may know as one of the mocap actors um, for one of the Ghidorah heads in Godzilla King of the Monsters. Alan, welcome back. Woo, thanks, guys. Uh, So last time you were on here, you uh, were understandably uh, a little uh, (laughs) tight-lipped because the movie uh, was not out yet. Um, And now uh, we are a little bit more than a month uh, in the movie has been out in the wild for quite some time now uh have has it just been i mean what what is it, what has it been like the last you know year or so since we last heard from you has it been kind of just a roller coaster and oh that's the best description <laughs> i'm so
1: glad this was your first question because it's something that i can't really i couldn't talk about before the movie was out and now i can kind of just let my my uh, my word vomit go, and it's it, it's been you know we filmed over a year and a half ago. I'm not sure exactly the date, but um, it was so long ago. And then it was it was just you know the only person I could tell was my wife, and it was top secret. Can't tell anyone because you know it's I don't think they even had they didn't even have a notification of like the characters that were going to be it or something. I think, and then eventually a big article came out that said who we are and what we play i was like i guess the cat's out of the bag but then immediately it was a lot of hush hush and so it was like this big up and down of awesome everybody knows but i can't talk about it (laughs) and uh and then the same once the movie came out you know it's been an up and down with it where you know we've been asked to go to a bunch of conventions and and talking panels and the movie came out and it's been crazy exciting but at the same time, it's been also being careful of, you know, the movie's only been out for a month. So yeah. we're not, we're trying not to talk about too much, even though it's still public knowledge. And yeah, it's, it's been a whirlwind, definitely.
0: Um, yeah, is it just, I mean, with there being such a long wait between when you were doing this and now, is it still kind of surreal to have it just finally out there?
1: You know what? It's not surreal anymore. It, it's definitely sunken in. Um, <laughs> I, f- I feel like it, it was a long process, which is good, because then it's it's not... You know, this is the biggest film that I've been involved in. I've been in a lot of sized productions, and clearly this is... It's hard to get bigger than this. Um, and so it's not like a, a day-to-night, or a night-to-day of like... Um, you know, boom, here's Godzilla. Oh my God, that's crazy. It has been a slow build up over the last almost two years now, or whatever it's been. and um, and in the slow build up and the roller coaster of emotions and all the conventions and everybody wanted to talk and do interviews, it's definitely made it sink in. so so it's realistic and it's believable, but it's also not like um, you know, I'm not tired of it, but I'm also not like shocked and still starstruck i'm kind of like yeah i'm exactly where 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 i'm at i know i know what's happening and i know the the drill now so it's been a perfect um intro to the world of crazy fandom
0: yeah all right we do have uh, lots
2: of crazy
1: godzilla fans that's for sure (laughs) oh my gosh what's i didn't realize like i knew godzilla is huge because clearly everyone in the entire world Watches Godzilla. We all had, if not the VHSs of the old ones, we were all exposed in our age range to the 1998 one. Like somehow or another, everyone knows Godzilla. But it wasn't on my radar for the fandom of like how I am with with like Star Wars, Planet the Apes, horror movies. Like to me, I'm like, man, those guys are hardcore because I'm one of them. It wasn't till I was part of Godzilla when I really realized like oh, they're just as hardcore. I just wasn't in the world yet.
2: That's very true.
0: (laughs) Um... So I'm going to try to avoid uh, too much overlap between, you know, ground we covered last time you were on. So anyone who... I don't even
1: remember what we talked about uh, last time. It was
0: mostly just your background (laughs) and things you've done up to that point, you know. um, Oh, cool. Yeah, so, you know, if anyone hasn't listened to that, I mean, go check it out. I think that was uh, August of last year that we put that out, so um that's
1: crazy that was a year ago (laughs)
0: um but yeah so so we're gonna kind of pick up where we left off uh a year ago and really get into the process of this particular film um so alan why don't you give us a rundown of just like how you got involved with this movie
1: gotcha yeah so um i trained at a school called the moquette vaults and This was... I was doing a lot of... I still do a lot of practical. I mean, I've played over 60 monsters, as you guys heard in the old one. Back then, it was probably like 40. Who knows what I said then? But um, I knew I had to also get into motion capture because, yes, even though practical is thriving now more than it has in like the last 10 years, I also know that there is a home for mocap as well. So I dove into it. I joined the mocap vaults. I took some classes. And... I was on a private student forum for that cl- that uh, school and someone had posted that they're looking for creature actors. And so I posted my reel, which is all practical stuff. And the guy who posted it was TJ Storm, who played Godzilla in 2014. So I knew that it was associated with Godzilla somehow. And then when I got email from my agent about it. Sorry, let me backtrack. Before I got that email, then one of the teachers at the school, Richard Dorton, who plays the left head, he recommended me for MPC at Technicolor for doing a test for some camera work. So I went in, did that, met with a guy named John Root, who ran the sound stage, and that, that was a secret test for Godzilla. Then... After that, I got an email from an agent saying they're interested in me playing a creature for Godzilla, and they wanted me to meet Mike Daugherty. So I went in there and met with him, and they're like, so what's your background? And I mentioned the mocap vaults, and name dropped Richard, and they were like, oh, Richard was in here yesterday. So all the dots were connecting between all three of those people. Um, and actually, Mike told me, he, he said, one of the main reasons why I'm interested in you is because... I want this creature to have a practical performer behind it, someone who does suit work. And I immediately got excited. I was like, wait, are you going to use real suits? And I thought for a split moment, they're going to somehow use real suits. And I was like pumped. He said, no, 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 no. It's going to be motion capture. But um, I want the heart of a suit performer. And I was like, oh, man, that is me. So we joked about Godzilla the musical. And they're like, great, we'll let you know. and, And by the end of the week, Sure enough, like two or three weeks passed, so I thought I lost the job. But then I got the phone call, and I booked it. And so if you trace it all back, I give the thanks to Moquet Vault. Um, you know, the left head, Richard Dorton, and then the other owner of Vault's Oliver. They have such an amazing school, and they take care of their students, and, and clearly it pays off.
0: <laughs> so for those who don't know, you were the right head correct um so so was it, it richard was the, the dumbhead right <laughs> yes okay <laughs> oh kevin yeah well we'll we'll get a, we'll get to kevin uh in a little bit um i'm gonna defer to matt uh uh for um for the next question
2: so how familiar you you mentioned this kind of early on but how familiar were you with the godzilla franchise and specifically king Ghidorah prior to filming gotcha so i knew the franchise
1: well enough where i'm gonna open up my dvd case right now i had before i booked this job i had the 1998 godzilla movie on dvd i had megalon on vhs and then i had the two volume godzilla collection which has um one two three four five six seven eight of the best quote-unquote best films you know it's the first two and then mothra and Ghidorah and uh, all monsters attack and Mechagodzilla. So I knew the basics. I knew like I knew the gist of it all. I knew the characters. I um, mean, I had the Gamera collection. I obviously know they're not connected, but I was familiar with it. Um, I wouldn't say that I was in the die-hard category. Like the, like if you asked me about like Star Wars or or Hellraiser or Planet of the Apes or Gremlins, like I'm an encyclopedia. i um, Godzilla. I've become closer to that mark in just a very quick year and a half, two years. But that's honestly because of all the fans and like all the tweets and like meeting everybody at conventions and they'll name drop all the stuff. You know, like, man, I, I gotta look that up. That's awesome. And since then I've bought, I, don't know, I probably now own 20 of the 30 Godzilla movies now, just because now
2: I am such a big fan. And I'm like, I got to rewatch all these. So, did you reference uh, any of the original films as like an inspiration for the performance itself? I did. So
1: what I did when I first booked it was I went on Amazon and I bought every movie that had Ghidorah in it. I did not already have, which I think I only had two of them. Um, and so I studied him in all of them. But clearly since it's motion capture version, Versus, um, like a suit and some of it with puppet strings on the heads. I knew the movement was going to be different. My study was more for the character and the intentions of that character, and and so to me, I got take. I took away from it fierceness, and um, you know, he's the, the main villain. You know, he's the Darth Vader of of Godzilla, and he, he's unstoppable. And um, so, I took away a lot of more like mental study from it even though if i could have i would have taken away more physical i think the physical that i took away would be more like the, the neck movement and stuff like that but a lot of that since we do have human bodies and our motion capture was you know the it was performance capture but at the same time it was also a reference because it's such a different body shape the animators definitely took big liberties because we could never slither our, our, our spines to look the way the necks do on Ghidorah, you know?
0: Um, so just, I guess, take us through um, the motion capture process. You know, how does it work, and what are the big challenges that you experience doing that?
1: Um, first I would say if you haven't already seen it, search on YouTube, there's a leak out there that I'm assuming Legendary doesn't care about anymore because it's got almost a million views and they haven't taken it down yet but someone posted a video of us from set and if you search Godzilla King of the Monsters behind the scenes, you'll see it. it's uh, Jason Lyles, Richard Jordan, and myself doing a rehearsal, I think it was our very first rehearsal for Ghidorah and Pretty much, we were just we we're getting a feel for it and trying to figure out how we move versus what we saw on the screen in front of us of our um, pre-rendered character. And your question was take us take you through a day of it, um, um, or the process. Um, so the, Mike would show us a clip of the scene, which would be either a stunt or a movement or a battle or, or a fight. And we'd we'd walk through it. We'd step through it with TJ. who would play Godzilla, and we'd choreograph out the fight. And we'd run through it a couple of times. And then we'd we'd roll it, and Mike would tweak it a few times. And I, I bet you we ran, you know, I don't know three, maybe four, at the most takes of each until he was happy. And then we moved on. Um, and so and we were just repeated. He would show clip by clip, action by action, and we'd we'd choreograph it out
0: and and then perform it. And What were what were the big challenges of of that experience for you?
1: The challenges for that, um, I think, as a group, one of our biggest challenges was originally Mike tried tying us together like physically, and I think you see that in our rehearsal. We're actually all there's a big velcro wrapped around all three of our hips, (laughs) but it didn't quite work because it becomes clumsy and becomes kind of like a potato sack race. So eventually the three of us, we had rehearsed like, okay, three, two, right foot, left foot. And we tried choreographing. So we'd walk in sync, but then we just, we ripped that off. And what we did was Richard and I just put our hand on Jason's back and he was the center head. And so we would just keep our hands touching his, his spine the whole time. And that's how we stayed connected. Um, and, and it was less clunky. And even if our, our feet weren't in sync perfectly, that wasn't the point. The point was our performance with each other versus Godzilla. And, and I think that ended up giving the best freedom to our movement.
2: So you mentioned um, looking at kind of the shots. Were you looking at pre-Vis work, and were like, were you able to see the final Ghidorah design prior to filming? Um, we didn't see the final, but definitely pre So.
1: We worked only a total of three days on this film. And before those three days, we were brought in just to watch the movie. And they had a rough cut of the whole film already with all the kaiju previs stuck in there. So it looked like very you know, simple animation just so we could get the gist of it. And that was a year and a half or so ago. They had the movie already cut together. And it was beautiful and wonderful then. And, and then we waited after we filmed those three days till May 30th
2: or whenever it was when it came out. Did you have a chance to read the whole script before the movie or are you just there for the monster scenes? Just the monster scenes. I've never actually to this day seen a script.
0: <laughs> okay, so do you do you know... Um, so, for instance, you said that um you guys would kind of map out all your movements and stuff and that a lot of stuff was previs do you know if any of the the monster battle stuff was was that specified in any script pages or was it something that you and the other actors and um you know your director would come up with kind of just on the spot that day
1: so i'm pretty sure it was all in the script like i said i've never read it but it was all in the previs the exact battles. So like even down to um, biting Godzilla and him grabbing particularly my horn and smashing the right head into the building that was all in the previous. So we would watch that and then we would do that. I would bite at TJ. He would put his hand where my horn would be and he would smash my head into cardboard boxes that were stacked up to be the size of a building. And, uh, and we did it that way. So that was all scripted out. Like the fights, the stunts, the motivation told to us what they wanted. But what was improv was originally, Mike told us this before he even cast us. He said he wanted Jason to be the alpha because he was in the center, Richard on the left to be more curious, and me on the right to be angry and aggressive. So giving us that improv or that instruction, our improv was kind of how we reacted to each other. And. There'd be times we'd be, you know, biting at things or attacking and, and Jason would kind of signal us to move forward and attack because he's the alpha. Richard would take a minute, think about it and go, Yes, sir. And I would stare at him a little bit longer and think in my head, I already planned on it. And I don't take orders from you, but I'm gonna attack anyways. And then I'd snap and and, and charged with, with extra anger. So like thoughts and like the way we would react to each other. That was improv in the moment, but also Mike directed us with what our character intentions would be. So it was a collaborative a hundred percent. And Mike would chime in too and he'd be like, uh, Richard, why don't you look like one of those guys before you bite him? You know, you're more curious about him and, and stuff like that. Um, so it was, it was cool.
0: Um, and well, you said it was about, uh, the monster stuff for you guys was about a combined total of three days of filming. How, how long would your typical day go for?
1: Oh man, it was easy. It was only eight days. And I don't, for anyone who works in the entertainment industry, nobody works eight days. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's usually a minimum of 10, but it tends to go 12, 14 longer. I've had, I can't even count how many 22 hour days I've had. So, um, it was awesome. And it was like, you know, on the eight hour mark, all right guys, let's go home. Okay. (laughs) Which is a sign of, they had it well organized, well planned, and they knew what they wanted. And it, it means they're a good team. You know, if it's, if it's that simple and, and run smooth like butter, then that's compliments to Mike and, and the entire team.
2: So did Mike direct all of the monster scenes himself, or was that handled by another unit as well?
1: Nope, that was all Mike.
2: He was there, and,
1: and uh, um, he he knew the monsters better than anybody, as everybody who knows this movie, they've come to realize that he's a giant fan. And he, he knew... He, nobody else could have directed us because he knew what we need to do, and he knew what to tell us was wrong or what to tell us was right. And even the size the difference, because you got to think when we're doing a fight scene with Godzilla, we're bigger than him in real life. Um, we're not too much taller, you know. Uh, Richard and I are six two, and Jason is six nine, and uh, TJ is probably. Uh, I bet you he's six foot. So, you know, we're a little taller, but not the size of Ghidorah Godzilla, drastic difference. So we had to have Mike a number of times tell us the scaling of how big of a difference we would look at each other. You know, we would look down on on Godzilla more and he would look up at us a little bit more depending on how close we were.
2: So, Mike actually commented um, a number of different times that, that he used Monstrous theme music and Iconic growers during filming. Was that true of your shoots at all? Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's so funny
1: how much you forget in such a long period. And also, like I talk about it so much from all the interviewers that you'd think I'd remember. I, f- I want to say we had Godzilla noises um, during it, but definitely not music because... Um, we had to hear Mike giving direction. So if there's music, it was probably quiet, but I, I'm pretty confident we had roars and stuff that were playing.
2: You've mentioned this um, a few times already, but I wanted to ask, do you remember any specific instances where Michael said, hey, you know, can you fix this or can you do this more? You kind of mentioned a, a couple times about uh, scaling and looking up and down at Godzilla, that kind of thing. But any other examples you could cite?
1: Um... I'm trying to think. Something that he wanted more of or less of. It was more trial and error. I don't think he ever had anything that was drastic. It was more like, I think Jason jokes about a a moment where when we're all stuck. No, no, it's when Richard's head gets ripped off and and he's growing back. Um, He had told, he had spit out some things like, you know, while he's growing back, maybe Jason, uh, maybe lick at him or, or or help the wound grow or something. So Jason started like licking at him like a like a dog, but then it was so comedic because it's two humans with and he's like <laughs> licking at his face. And so uh, Jason said, "I don't recall this, but I'm pretty sure it happened." Jason said that um, when he called cut, he was like, "Uh, yeah, Jason, maybe don't lick him." <laughs> <laughs> and then when you watch the movie when he's going back he does not lick him he uh, i think there's a moment where he bites the like the plus in the skin or whatever is on, yeah yeah on the yeah. outside of him he Mount, rips yeah. it off but he doesn't he doesn't lick him so it's funny i think that was that was the one that, that they remembered the most because it was pretty humorous so um um
0: as a monster actor, I mean, I know that uh, this is this was your first mocap role, correct? Uh, I
1: have one other, but this was my first really big one. Okay. I had one before, or so, where it was it was for a pilot that is still yet to come out. So, so okay. that can be decided by the viewer, I guess. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so you show up on set and you're like, okay, I'm one of King Ghidorah's heads. I mean, do you just kind of roll with what um, you know? Mike is showing you in previs and what his direction is like and the improv with your other actors or like it, as silly as it sounds is, is do you need to do anything to get into character um, you know is there any kind of thing that you do uh, to prep before going in to play one of the heads of King Ghidorah
1: totally you know this is something that I do for I think every actor does for all characters and I do it for all i monsters and even if i play a human is before you roll you have to get into that character before action is even called so for Ghidorah, there was you know I, i'm supposed to be the extremely angry aggressive one so i would i would get hyped up like in my head the only thing i desire is to bite and tear the flesh off of godzilla because He's my enemy. So I would get hyped up and I would just start shaking and, <laughs> and I'd get ready for it. And then when they call action, I was ready to destroy Godzilla whether he wins or not in the particular scene. I, in my head, was ready to win. And I think that was my main motivation because my head of Ghidorah, that's kind of his one-track mind is, is he's just ready to destroy. I don't think he has much more on his mind. I think Jason, the center head, would be considered the one that wanted to uh, be the false king and have everyone else take over and terraform the earth, or whatever they called it. Um, His thought was more of that, where I was just kind of the angry henchman next to him.
0: Is there anything that you do to, like... I don't know. Get into that mindset. Like, is there any kind of music you listen to? Do you shadow box? Is there anything that you do to to kind of get in in that kind of headspace?
1: Uh, well, I guess when we're on set, you can't really listen to music because you're 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 on set and either in costume or in your moquette suit and stuff, and so that doesn't help. But if it's a particular thing where I do need that, I'll either listen to music in my car on the way to to set or if i if it's a really emotional scene i did one where i was it's a human character and and the love of my life had died and i just found out and so i was very remorseful and and thinking about the past and and so i took a moment by myself to just get in that state and imagine that being real
0: Okay, so um, how, I guess, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but how did you interact with the other um, head actors, I guess, to figure out what you each wanted to bring out of each other? As you're all playing the same creature, basically. Like, you you talked a little bit about, um, you know, how you'd improv certain things, but just how, did you feel like you had to sync up with them a little bit? Yeah. Um, Nah, we all fell into place very quickly because, so in the practical world, like I said, I've
1: played about 60 different creatures. Richard, he plays um, creatures in motion capture all the time. He, I think he's done over 100 video games. Um, if you've ever played a video game, you've probably killed him. That's his <laughs> slogan. Um, and then Jason, he does the same. He he was the Ryuk in Death Note. He was George in Rampage. Like We all are very, very familiar with non-human characters. So it was super easy for us to fall in place with each other. And also, like, we got along so well. Like, we now call each other, you know, brothers because we truly are. We You know, we always joke that um, the fans would probably go crazy to hear that we, we text each other on almost a daily basis. We have a group text going where we just make fun of each other all day. So it's like, because of our three days on this movie, we permanently found best friends and kaiju brothers that whether we like it or not we will never shake each other because it's just we're bound you know it's a a huge thing to go through
2: do you remember any uh memorable scenes that you filmed but didn't make it into the movie
1: i'd say the opposite actually there's a bunch that i forgot we did and, and when i saw it at the premiere I was like, "Oh, yeah, we did do that. I forgot about that." So I, I would go the opposite direction. <laughs>
0: um, so, did you ever get a chance to um, visit the main shooting set or meet any of the, you know, the human cast during the filming? I know you said it was only three days.
1: Yeah, not during because the movie had been done for a long time. Like they had the rough cut already put together when we came aboard. Um, but we met them all at the the Hollywood premiere at the and Chinese Theater, and and it was cool because I don't think they knew that we were even involved, because when they all found out who we were, they were all so excited. Like Kyle Chandler, he got a picture with all of us, and he brought his daughter as his guest, and
0: he's like, they're,
1: they're the Andy Circus of this movie, because he did Peter Jackson's King mm, Kong, yeah. so that was his reference for, for that. And uh, I met Ken Watabi, and it was so cool. Um, he was such, a, like, a classy guy. And then um, Gareth Edwards was fun, man. I met him, and we chatted for, like, 20 minutes. We just talked about Star Wars and action figures, and we joked about what he would love to have done with Godzilla. And, and it was super cool. It was, like, um, him and I could have been college buddies is how it felt. So it was it was fun to interact with all of them after the fact. And everybody, like, Gareth was like, oh, get in head order. I want a picture with you in the correct position of Ghidorah. So <laughs> when they all found out who we were, it made it extra exciting. And even Bear, man, Bear McQuarrie, he saw us. Oh, and I have to admit, and I am sorry, Bear, if you ever hear this, I didn't know what he looked like before. And he came up to us after the premiere was over, and he's like, oh, my God, you guys are Ghidorah, right? And we're like, Yeah, he was let me get a picture with you. And we all did our pose with him. And we're like, no, you got to be a monster with us. And he posed like a monster. And we all introduced ourselves. And like, oh, Alan, Richard, Jason, it's all Bear. Nice to meet you. And we're like, wait, Bear McQuarrie, like the composer of this? And he was, yeah. And we were all like, oh, my God, you did amazing. <laughs> and, and, uh, and he ended up posting that picture on his Twitter. It might have been that night or something and so it was such a fun evening to, to get to meet everybody and they all were excited about us it felt like the same way we were excited about them so it was
0: cool so did you just bombard gareth with rogue one questions uh,
1: no because i assumed that he would not appreciate that that night <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. you know sometimes at, at those <laughs> events it's most people don't want to talk about their past stuff Well, yeah. I think, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I told him I complimented him because Rogue One is is my favorite one that Disney's done so far, and I told him I was congrats, man, like you did very well with it, and uh, he uh, he said thank you, and and he introduced me to his girlfriend, who was very sweet, and uh, yeah,
0: it was cool. Um, did you get a chance to see what he may have thought about the the new film at all?
1: I didn't because. Because I didn't see him after, and he had not seen it until
0: that night. Okay. Um, all right. So we're we're gonna kind of uh, backtrack a little bit. So obviously. Uh, you are familiar with the Kevin memes that are flooding the internet. <laughs>
1: How can I not be? <laughs> Richard is obsessed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet he is. Um, and I, that for people who might not know, that's kind of the nickname that the the dumber the dumb Ghidorah head has. That that yes, Richard <laughs> Richard plays, um, and that started at, at, on Twitter. Um, Michael Doherty said that he. Uh, he gave uh, gave the heads names. Um, did it, it, now was that something that was actually true that he did during filming, or was that just him having fun on Twitter?
1: You know, if he did, I don't remember. I'm. It feels like he was just having fun on Twitter. If he did, he might not have told us, or maybe, you know, it's also one of those things where during that whole process, so much happened, and also so. Everything was so surreal at the moment, like, oh, my God, I'm part of Godzilla now. It could easily have been told to me, and then I just never thought about it again.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, it's funny, because Richard, he'll, uh, I think he'll text our group text almost every day with a new meme. And uh, and we're just like, we get it, Richard. You're the favorite. Everybody loves lefty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think he even has like a new Facebook group that some fans started where it's only about the left head and we are like, God damn it, <laughs> Richard.
0: <laughs> so someone out there start a fan group for the right head.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. The slogan is the right head is always right. Boo. Come up with a better slogan, whoever starts this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so did Michael he- Doherty just, did he just say right head, left head, middle head? Is that how he referred to you guys during filming? yeah
1: well he actually had um we had little pieces of tape stuck on our mocap suits and they wrote angry alpha and curious oh okay and that was stuck on us but i'm pretty sure i think he just i think he might have just said our names alan jason and richard if i recall i think he would just be like you know like richard be more curious Alan not so angry you know like just stuff like that I don't think he ever called us but left or right if he did I don't remember
2: alright so now that we've seen the film what are your thoughts on the film how did you feel it came together as a finished product oh my god I loved it I even if
1: I was not a part of this this movie would hands down be my favorite Godzilla film out of all of them it's just so good it's so fun and the thing I love about it is it's like if you don't know anything about Godzilla, it's still awesome. And uh, and I think for being a whole new universe, I think it pays great homage to the Toho universe and... Uh, Obviously, everybody has different opinions, but I just loved it. I think it's so fun. It's such a good movie. And my favorite storyline in it is Ken like In the Gareth Edwards one, my favorite thing was his story about his grandfather with Hiroshima on the watch. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that come back around and the way he died, I was like, ah, oh, oh, fuck, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because it means so much. And it's like... You know, and it's also to the heart of the reason why Godzilla exists. You know, and it, we didn't lose that, even though it takes place in the U.S. and at the U.S. movie, he kept that original reason and social commentary alive in it, which I think is respectful, awesome, and wonderful. Like it's so good.
2: Yeah, we definitely dug it. I don't know if you listened to our review episode, but we had we had a lot of fun talking about it, and we I, I definitely liked the movie quite a bit. Um, I am curious how much of the movie used your motion capture performance versus how much was keyframe animation?
1: I don't know the exact amount, but I mean, I recall doing all of it, and there was even moments where I saw... I think there was was one particular scene where I remember the three of us, I think we lift our heads up either before we attack or after we attacked or something. And just the way um, Richard is like still looking off the other direction. And I I like looked like angry at the alpha and then back at, towards camera or whatever. I forget what it was, but I remember in that moment thinking, that was our exact facial expressions. And I saw our faces in it in that moment. Um, whether or not it was just my imagination or if it was truly all wiped away and just reference, I don't know. but it, I mean, we did everything in real life. Uh, Every single stunt you see in that movie. So we're in there somehow. Like, Even if they keyframe to change things, our initial um, performance is alive and in there
0: with the character. The part where I felt that uh, a lot was towards the end um, before Ghidorah gets killed and Godzilla comes back and he's the burning Godzilla and he... And it's like... Ghidorah's on the ground and you see like one of the heads kind of like start to panic and like look at yes. the other heads like I've seen I have saw the movie a few times and every time I noticed kind of like what each head is doing like they all kind of have this like oh shit we're gonna die moment
1: and we totally did that like I remember when we filmed it I, I believe so, what's funny is right now, when I'm telling this in my imagination, I'm remembering the human version, not what's on screen, but what we did in real life as humans, where we were all standing, Godzilla, he what is, does he blow at us with his atomic breath and we like fall down? Is that what happens? Because I remember we we all fall backward, but like as we fall down, we all kind of like gather our thoughts, and you're right. We look at each other like, oh shit. And we look back at Godzilla getting ready to somehow uh, blow our um electricity at him and and uh but he steps on our, our chest before we can get to it or you know I'm, I could be messing it up in my memory but we did that and it was I remember that being so fun and, and you're right we we did act that way at each other and so I truly do believe that that that's probably heavily our our performance in there um
0: so you guys we're, we're not just the head and the faces that that was, I mean, like, were did any of you guys do any like wing movements or? Oh yeah, we did the whole body.
1: Yeah. Um, we you know when we would even lifting off, they put us on. Do you know what apple boxes are?
0: Uh, do you mean like um, like apple crates? Like when you shoot?
1: Yeah. So for anyone yeah. who doesn't know film, there's. they're just wooden boxes and you you can sit on them, you can put things on them and whatever the hell you want. And so they stacked up some apple boxes for us to stand on and we counted down and we all like thrusted at the same time and like did this um, crouch to the ground and then shoot off of the apple boxes into the air as high as we could to capture the movement of of us launching and so stuff like that down to every little shot we we definitely i think the only thing we did not capture was like air battle fights like yeah. when he battles uh, rodan because clearly it's just him flying at him i think with his feet or something yep. you know unless they put us up on strings we wouldn't really be able to pre- perform that um so yeah we did the whole body we did the neck the face the head we 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 bit Godzilla. Godzilla smashed my head into cardboard boxes. We had little um, like standees of cutouts of different humans, the size of action figures, for us to like bite at and and step on. And they made those fun because they gave us different characters. Like I think there was a Han Solo. I know there was a Sam from Trick or Treat, just to, um, <laughs> That's give awesome. a little ode to Mike and. Um, I think there might have been a Mario or something there. Yeah, there's just little fun characters for us to chomp at and and knock over. And even when we were all staring at when uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's in the that stadium and, and we're all peeking through that window and then blow the fire in there, we did that. We We had the camera... Um, facing our faces, and we had a cardboard box up to sim- symbolize the stadium, and we all kept pushing each other with our heads to try to peek in there. to Who could look in first? And we we did all movement to help help with the the, uh, the entire performance.
0: Um, well, I know Jason also played Rodan, so any um, were there scenes where that would require Ghidorah and Rodan to interact where. Um did he shoot some of that stuff separately? Was there an, a stand-in for Rodan?
1: Nah, we didn't do anything ever at the same time as Rodan. You'd have to double check with Jason what what, what he did, but I'm pretty sure because like we're we were all there at the same time, yeah. so we saw it, but I'm pretty sure he did like um, the birth coming out of the, the volcano in Mexico Uh, He played Rodan when we're all bowing to Godzilla at the end, and and Richard and I played different um, kaiju as well. Like I don't think we're specified a specific one. I'm pretty sure on the monitor we were like Mudo or something at the time, but we all just played different kaiju bowing. And um, while TJ stood there all triumphantly. And he might have done a couple other movements for Rodan's, but he, he did movements for Rodan, but not to the extent that we did for Ghidorah. Yeah. Cause um, Rodan's mostly flying. So it's hard to, like I said, mm. do that. I think, I think they did all the stuff that was not flying with him um, on the ground.
0: Okay. <laughs> so did they ever tell you guys, which of the monsters that are bowing you ended up being? No, <laughs> like, <laughs> not.
1: cause also since it was Previs at the time on the monitor, I don't think they had it in. Like, I think uh, I've—I don't know if they had the behemoth guy. Um, there was what I thought was like an ape type character when we watched the pre and I'm guessing that's who he ended up being. Okay. But in the
0: movie theater, when I saw him, I was like, oh my
1: god, I don't know who that woolly mammoth ape thing is, but I want an action figure
0: of him. <laughs> he was my so, favorite of the, the yeah, new monsters, me, also. Me too, me
1: too. He was cool. But, like, yeah, so I, I think they just had us as Muto on there, because it was something that they had already easily established for previs.
0: So, I don't know, again, I don't know how much you can say. If you need to plea the fifth, that's fine. <laughs> um, do you have any insight into Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, are you um, having any involvement uh, in returning in any capacity for that?
1: I know nothing, but I wish I, I did. We're all hoping, you know, that we all get to come back, if not um, to reprise a role, because of the end scene. We're all hoping to come back as a different kaiju or something. So, who knows? I mean, the movie, I think they're still doing reshoots, right? If not, they just
0: wrapped them. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know that they, they finished, and then, um, I don't know. I know that, I mean, every just about every movie does reshoots, so I would imagine yeah. that's probably the pr- a pr- like something they're probably doing it right now um yeah. but yeah i don't know but no, we uh, haven't if, heard anything yet yeah well if there's anything eventually. out there uh uh hopefully they would give you a call because um yeah well you said it you came in you guys came in and did this like after godzilla everything else was basically done <laughs> so yeah. um so yeah maybe when they uh start doing the the monster performances for this one uh they can give you a ring
1: fingers crossed let's hope so that'd be cool to to stay um active in the monsterverse. i'd love that
0: um well i i think i know where this uh question is gonna go but do you prefer mocap or suit acting and you know what what makes you prefer one uh over the other what do you have a favorite of the two what do you think i'm gonna say (laughs) i think (laughs) you're gonna say suit acting
1: (laughs) And and the second part of the question was why? Why do you
0: think I would say that? Because probably like all of us, uh, you are really into practical effects, and you like to be as hands-on as possible. Uh, am I getting somewhere?
1: You you are getting somewhere for sure.
2: Um, yeah, you know
1: it's hard to say like one more than the other. I, I think if I had to pick, yeah, I do prefer suit. Like just being in a suit or prosthetics and makeup is just so fun, and also. It helps performance and character come alive. But that being said, there's also certain things like the mocap for Ghidorah. You know, I, I feel like having a suit would probably hinder the performance. So I guess it's all relative. You know, if you were to put us in a suit for Ghidorah, I would have a blast. It would be amazing. But I don't know if I could truly, with all my heart, say I gave a better performance in a suit. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, because I'm well. Yeah, they're they're very different. I mean, I'm always I'm that old school monster movie guy i am always going to pick the practical effect over the cg but with that being said you know it is cool to see how godora could be done with cg because you do get stuff like the different reactions of the heads and things like that that yes. you wouldn't be able to do with the suit i mean i'm always going to totally. prefer the suit but it is nice to have that other um you know that other avenue to explore. absolutely absolutely
2: yeah What would you say your most uh, challenging performance has been thus far in your career?
1: Most challenging.
2: Man, that's tough.
1: Most challenging. Because they all have different challenges. And I I love to accept a challenge and just conquer things. But if I were to pick a suit that was very difficult to wear, well, I had one short film where I was cast as a monster, and then when I showed up, they literally just put like black towels on my face, and I <laughs> that was that was pretty tough to act through because I was like, "What am I supposed to do? This looks ridiculous." And uh, um, so that's kind of challenging. <laughs> it's challenging when when like when something presents itself that you didn't expect, and there really isn't much of a way to get through it. I feel like something like that would have been better if they just put me in like you know those green man suits but like they're all black um and just keep me in the shadows which they ended up doing anyways It kept me in the shadows and it looked like i was wearing one of those suits so i was just thinking after seeing the final film why do you put towels on my face you should just put me in a, one of those black suits <laughs> so um just certain stuff like that i think it's just learning curve for for certain films you know not not every director has has worked with monsters and i think I bring a big help to a lot of films I've worked on. I think a lot of the films I've done are first time monster movie directors. And, and I do end up luckily getting a lot of control. They'll, they'll say, all right, you've done this before. What do you recommend? Or if I just jump in and say, Hey, I, I feel like this might look silly. Can we try this? Cause it might look better for your camera. And they trust me because I I've done so many they know that I, I know what I'm talking about. And so that, that, that helps too. But I think, yeah, the challenge is when you work with a, a first time uh, monster directors, because directing a creature actor is very different because it's also technical. It, it's about the, the angle and way it's edited afterwards. And so it, it's more than just for acting like you would for a human.
2: Do you have a favorite and most memorable performance? I love all of them. They're all so good, but I, I really
1: always go back to, there's one for the film, The Woods, by Sugar Pine 7, that I love, and it's just such a violent creature, and, and if you watch my reel, it's the first one in my reel. It's like this black creature with giant ears and big teeth, and it's just a very bloody, gory thing, and it's shot in the daytime, so you see it. You know, a lot of them are shot at night, so it's hidden or darker, but this one is bright and in the broad daylight. And I just love it. And it was in my reel right when I booked God. And when Mike told me he wanted me for the angry one, he was like, you're just full of rage. And, and you're you're always pissed off. I immediately thought, I was like, he watched my reel. Because it was the first thing in it. And that character was very angry and full of rage. And I knew it. And so I kind of also give thanks not only to the MoCat Vaults and those um, connections with john richard and tj but also um that that film i think really helped me book the job because saw he saw that i could do um that shit crazy as he calls in some of his interviews
2: so as we wind down here can you tell us about any upcoming or recent projects you've been either a part of already and that haven't been released or just things that are in the works
1: uh, i wish you uh, asked this next week. There'll be one that <laughs> that I think I can talk about next week that I'm very, very extremely excited for. Um, oh, there's another one that was called Patina. It's a, a film that I wrote and directed, and I also star in. I, I play a a robot that um, a character named John brings home, and he leaves for work, but he leaves the robot with his girlfriend, Alexa, and and the robot is supposed to do a task, but he can't move on from his task till he completes one that she gives him so it's kind of stuck in this limbo but she doesn't like him because she's she feels unsafe with him and then the tension grows and and has a big fun twist ending in the style of like tales from the crypt or or, uh twilight zone or something and and it's a 10 minute short but it'll be premiering um i believe in september this year and I'm very proud of it. It's it's such a beautiful film, like beautifully shot. It looks awesome. The makeup is amazing. If you look it up on IMDb, you'll see the poster. It's super cool looking, and that's called Patina. And uh, I'm I'm excited for that one. That'll be coming out soon.
0: Um, yeah. I, well, like I I said at the beginning, uh, our first interview with you was more about your previous work. work. Yeah, work prior yeah. to Godzilla, and I, I remember you saying. Um, Talking about um, Christmas with Cookie and how that was, you know, a, ca- a character you were able to come up with and you were able to, yeah. you know, um, direct and and write. Um, is this going to be something that uh, I guess is a, a little bit different from from those?
1: Oh yeah. So Christmas with Cookie was a movie that was meant to be a bad movie. It was meant to be low budget and be. Um, this movie. Is a step up, you know. I just actually talked to a, a friend of mine who, he's a professional editor in uh, the TV talk show game show world, and I sent it to him, and and he called me immediately, and he's like, "Man, this is ten times better than Christmas with Cookie." <laughs> it, it puts me in a different category of like I can make a serious movie, a good movie. Uh, cook, cookie's a comedy; it's meant to be a B movie, and low budget, and this movie will now make it shown that I can make a legit good film that um, someone would want to watch that's not just niche cult movies.
0: Okay, so, so with this being, you know, I guess your first more, I guess, earnest... Um, yeah. ...directorial effort, uh, are you looking to get more into the world of um, directing and, um, uh, you know, making your own films?
1: Yeah, you know, I think my number one uh, career that I am currently on and desire to continue on is, is being a creature actor. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. That's why in all of my movies, I end up being the creature in it. But, um, yeah, I, I think I'll probably always make a movie here or there, but just because I'm a creative person that gets ideas. And then once, once I get passionate about it, then I'm like, oh, I gotta fucking do it. Um, and and I've been working on a script for about a year now, and I might take another year to finish it just to make it perfect. But Patina's a 10-minute short. The script I'm working on now is a feature, and I want it to be the same caliber, if not better, as Patina, but feature length. So I, I want to perfect it, make it good, and then I got to somehow find somebody to give me enough money to make it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, I, 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 I got to get off topic here and ask you, because I remember... Um, another thing we talked about in our our previous interview was you know your work with um, Charles Band and the Full Moon guys, mm-hmm. and I remember you saying a series you were a big fan of was Puppet Master, and I'd asked if you'd seen The Littlest Reich yet, and you had not. Have you seen it in uh, The Littlest Reich now? I have. And what? <laughs> so I got to ask, what? Just as a fan, what was your opinion of that film?
1: I liked it. I thought it was a very. Um... You know, different take on it, and, and it was a nice. It was nice to see a higher budget level *Puppet Master* because I think all of the the last ones that Charlie made were. Um, it's not that they're bad movies; they're just they they're they're clearly made for twenty to thirty thousand dollars. worth a lot
0: of stock footage and. Yeah, and I, and I
1: think uh, *The Littlest Strike*. I'm guessing it was a million dollar budget, yeah. um, and so it was nice to see just shiny new. shiny new
0: toy yeah no i'm that's that's what i thought it was a lot of fun um especially when it got to the gore and the kills and it was i just thought it was super creative and and totally just a good time um well alan while we're you know we're we're winding down now so how can people find out more about your work uh where can they find you on the internet um you know where can they maybe check out uh, Platina when it is um, released, how can people totally. find you?
1: So um, if you want to look up patina, it's uh, it's patina like the rust on a car. Um, uh, and just search that. It's on Instagram, Facebook, and there's an IMDb. If you go to my Instagram, Facebook, and IMDb, which is at Monster Maxon, or just search Alan Maxon, Creature Actor, it'll pop up. Um, there's You'll see Patina attached to it as well. Um, or, if the spelling of my name and Patina and all that is too hard, then CreatureActor.com is my website. And if you click on contacts at the very bottom you'll see a link to all my social medias and one way or another you'll find me
0: (laughs) all right um uh okay matt did you have uh have any anything else you wanted to throw out to alan
2: no man just really appreciate you coming back on the show and spilling some details we couldn't go through in the first session it's been a pleasure
1: Absolutely, you, I think you guys might have been the first one I did after I booked it. I think, um, and so I'm I'm excited to come back, especially now realizing that it was so long ago when I talked to you guys.
0: Yeah, no, I I mean it's it's always a pleasure. Um, it's been awesome having you on here both times. Um, you know, maybe somewhere down the line we can figure something else out. It's just it's always fun for us to get an idea of you know what goes same into, here. Yeah, just what goes into making um these films you know it's it's fun to sit there and talk about what monster would win in a fight against another one or whatever totally but but, you know if you guys
1: are interested i would love to come back and i'd love to send you guys a private link to patina
0: by all means um (laughs) no uh yeah it's always just i'm i'm the guy that wants to know how the movie was made more than you know, well, uh, I, I I like this monster suit more than the other, and what? Totally. Of, who would win in this fight? You know, I I want to know what, how the thing I love got made. You know, that's that's my bread and butter. No, I mean it's it's always a blast uh, chatting with you, and yeah, we yeah, you too. Yeah, we we hope to to get together again soon. Yes,
1: and hopefully again for another uh, Godzilla. Who knows?
0: All right. Yeah, give this man a call, guys. All right. Yes. Listen (laughs) to
1: Kaiju Transmission. They know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, thanks again. And, um, yeah, we'll head out. So, uh, yeah, good night, everybody.